Mate, did we watch a thing this week? Yeah, we did. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to We Watched a Thing. You've got Billy, you've got Topher. We watched a movie. I think that pretty much wraps us up. That's the show. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There's a whole middle section we've forgotten. A meaty middle section. Yes. <laughs> the word meaty sounds dirty. <laughs> it's not a good word, it's is not, it? It's meaty. Not a great word. No, let's try and steer clear of it. <laughs> How you been, buddy? What you been up to? Uh, it's been a it's been a stressful day, my friend. Oh, really? Um, it all started. Let me tell you. <laughs> I was in the kitchenette at work, yep. heating up my lunch. Yep, as you do. Some guy comes into the kitchenette. He upends a chopped up broccoli into a bowl. Yeah. Covers it in boiling water. Okay, yeah, he's, he's blanching it. That's kind of standard. That's okay. But that's it. That's his lunch. But that's the whole lunch. Can't like. Can't, I, I want better for this guy than than a bowl of wet broccoli. Did he eat it while like staring at you? <laughs> I exited the scene. <laughs> I'd seen I'd seen all I could take really. No, mostly it was stressful from avoiding the temptation to hit refresh on the ticketing website trying to get tickets for tools tour next year. Yeah, yeah. But you did get that tickets in the end. I did, thankfully. But, but my goodness, there was a point in the Arvo where I had well and truly thrown the toys out of the cot. <laughs> so, how many how many cities are you following Tool to next year? Uh, just doing Sydney and Melbourne, though. Our, our dear friend Sam from Movie Reviews and Twenty Qs tells me he can probably got swing me a ticket for Auckland if I want. I was going to say, yeah, I'm surprised that that wasn't already on your agenda. You can we'd f- been flirting with the direct. idea, like we 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 would we'd been like in in the in the in the last week we'd been like joking about like ha 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 you'll come to Melbourne I'll go to Auckland ha ha but we were both also like yeah we should yeah I'll come visit Sam <laughs> well I'll go see Stacey <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah <laughs> all right I reckon that's it. we're not talking about tool this week though although maybe at some point we'll uh we'll we'll do some tool talk but <laughs> what what are we talking about this week. Everybody's dad's favourite movie of 2019, Ford versus Ferrari. Ford v Ferrari, also called Le Mans 66 in the UK and and some other territories. That's right. Is that right? It is. Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Le Mans 66. Fun fact. (laughs) Yeah. Well, not fun fact for people in the UK who already know that. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, So I saw this on... Date night, man date night with our friend Todd. <laughs> ah. We we were we were away for work and we were like, you know what? Let's hit up like some premium lounge. So we went and shared like some fried chicken. It was a really lovely experience. <laughs> I saw I saw solo on a man date Did with you? Todd. Really? <laughs> was that also a work trip? Uh yes it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I say work trip. It was a fucking junket. <laughs> <laughs> It was brilliant. <laughs> uh, how did you see the film? I did what is really just becoming my MO for Saturdays. Ducked down for a, a matinee at Dendi and sat in air conditioning. No uh, no sponsorship there or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but thank, thanks to Dendi. <laughs> so, um, so you've got the tickets they gave us, right? I, I do, I do. I, I have Interesting. Because I, yeah. I, I paid. Just well, saying. No, I try. In my defense, 
I tried to get them to you. You're but I was at the movies. Head. You were at the movies already. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm here paying. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. It's all right because they deserve our money because they're a wonderful establishment. <laughs> thanks thanks to Dendi <laughs> Love him Yeah, when when we decided to do this movie You were like, yeah, look, I mean you know, I, I know it looks like your dad's favourite movie But I've heard that it's that it's not And it's actually really quite good I've got to say, I think this is just your dad's favourite movie But Oh, it's dad's favourite movie <laughs> Yeah, let's get into it It's a 2019 American sports drama film Directed by James Mangold From, of course, Logan fame Written by Jez Butterworth and John Henry Butterworth Gotta love a name like Butterworth. <laughs> Stars Matt Damon, Christian Bale, John Bernthal, Katriana Balfe, Tracy Letts, Josh Lucas, Noah Jupe, Rameau, Jerome, and Ray McKinnon. Love a bit of John Bernthal. Happy that he doesn't play a terrible human in this film. <laughs> I like I, I'm I'm into likable Bernthal. I enjoyed it, actually. Yeah, yeah, he he was he was good. He was he did well as like that kind of smarmy executive that's not overly smarmy. <laughs> Yeah, unlike Josh Lucas, who very much was. Yes, but um, so are you? Are you like me that the name Shelby just does something to you? Not because you're a car enthusiast, but it just taps into some dormant secret love for Gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like that. <laughs> okay, just me. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's, that's not me. That It doesn't tap into the ape part of my brain. No. <laughs> <laughs> when I, so when I first got a DVD player, which is a big, and this was back when having one was a big deal. Yeah. And, I'm that, I'm that old. Yeah. And that would have been around gone in 60 seconds time. We're talking around the yeah. year 2000 or so. Yeah. When I bought it, it came with five free DVDs. Right. Did you get to choose the DVDs or were they pre-selected? I did not. They were pre-selected. Yeah. Gone in 60 seconds was one of them. Yep. And I was not unhappy about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, All right. So what is Ford v. Ferrari about, Tove? Well, I'll tell you one thing it's not particularly about is Ford v. Ferrari. Yeah. Yep. That's true. It's really not. What the film is really about- it's it's posing as a as a relationship film between a a race car maker and a race car driver. What it is really about, of course, to to exist as a metaphor for James Mangold's experiences trying to make movies in an increasingly IP driven world. Replace race cars with films. Yeah. Replace yeah. Shelby. With a director, okay. Replace I the see. directors okay. of Ford Company with with like studio heads, and you've got the struggle to make what is an increasingly rare film, which is a decent, but like this film cost over ninety million dollars. Yeah, it's a it's a movie for grown ups. Yeah, and it's not even though it's based on a true story, it's not reliant on IP. Yeah, how many of these movies do we get a year? It's not many. No, you're right. And much like most of the race cars they make, this movie kind of falls apart a little. <laughs> it's not... Well, look, it's not winning. <laughs> this film is not winning. <laughs> no. I, I think it's getting nominated. To me, this movie felt... Like, don't get me wrong. I thought it was fine, but I think it's just fine. I think this movie is about on par with Green Book, which, who knows, that did win. So maybe this will... <laughs> I think it's uh, and like this sounds really condescending. I don't mean it so. It's an 
completely, really, really competent bit of movie making. Uh, yeah, that I'll agree with. There, like, I, th- I would be totally happy for this to win, for example, film editing, um, any of the sound design awards. I, I think it's very competently made. I'll agree with you on that. Like, James Mangold is out to tell a story and he succeeds in doing that. Well, does it reach any great heights for me? No. Well, I, I mean, here's my thing with it. I think that the filmmaking is by far the, the strongest thing about it. I don't think the storytelling is really that strong. I think it flips around a lot between, like, really, I, I don't think that a film needs a protagonist to work. I'm not that kind of person. And a lot of movies I love are more story-driven. But I don't think this is really an interesting enough story to not be entirely character-driven, and yet it's not. Is this Shelby's movie? Is it Ken Miles' story? It's kind of neither, and it flips between who is really, you know, who is this film about? Do you agree with that? I do. Like, it's, it's a, yeah, it, it's a double-hander, totally. It is it is by no means either Bale or Damon's film. Yeah. Um, which, as you said, not necessarily a bad thing. And yeah. with, you know, like I said, the, real, the film is not about Ford v Ferrari, it's in terms of how it plays out. It's much more. It's Shelby v Ford and Miles v Ford. Yes, definitely. Which interestingly enough, when you, um, I knew nothing about the true story. Did you know that Ken Miles actually raced for Ford in Le Mans the previous year? In real life, I in, did not in, know that. In real life, yeah. Which kind of like doesn't that kind of take the entire weight out of the 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 story when you hear that that it wasn't this big battle between him and Ford, mm. um, but. I don't really care about that because that doesn't make for an interesting movie. But I feel like Carol Shelby is the interesting character here and I actually would have liked if we had remained with him as the protagonist, I think. So I really like what what Mangold does with the, with Damon in this film because Matt Damon is doing some mad movie star shit yeah. in this movie, which he doesn't often do, really. Damon's... I think really, I think it's to his great credit that Damon often takes the understated path with characters. Yeah. Um, in this, he's being a movie star and he is shot like a movie star. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'd be interested to know whether this is true or if it was just kind of my hunch after having seen it. Whether do you reckon that for the most part, Damon and Bale are shot? At different focal lengths. Yes, I, I think do. For, I feel like Bale is the much most wider. Part, yes, the camera's closer to Bale, whereas we sit back and look at Matt Damon looking amazing. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with and, that. And it works. Yeah, it, it really does. It really does. And I do think they're two very strong performances for what they are. I don't think there's, which is, I guess, why it reminded me of, of Green Book. I don't think there's a, they're very strong performances in what they're doing. I, they don't really have a lot to do. I personally don't think Matt Damon has a little bit of emotion to work with towards the end of the film, but really, I just don't think there's that much there in the script for them. Um, I I'm a fan of Josh Lucas being just brilliantly unlikable. Yeah, he did this very well. Yeah, you think back to A Beautiful Mind, he was brilliantly unlikable, and he is again in this film as as smarmy executive. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, do you reckon, because sometimes, sometimes, maybe this is 
age slash alcohol consumption taking <laughs> effect. Sometimes I see Josh Lucas, Thomas Jane, and Aaron Eckhart, and it takes me a minute. Well, that's interesting because for the first half of this movie, I thought it was Army Hammer. <laughs> Wow, you've added some years onto Army. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, oh, Army Tough God. day for Army. <laughs> well, either that or Josh Lucas just looks incredible for his age. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Christian Bale went up to Lucas at the beginning of shooting and started reminiscing about the Dark Knight. <laughs> and Josh Lucas was just like, oh, I'll just be polite. <laughs> yeah, it was Not great. tell him that, oh, that so much fun this time set. around when they drew out the hat, the... This time around, when they drew out the name from a hat of who's going to get the role, Lucas, Jane, or Eckhart. <laughs> hey, it's Lucas. <laughs> For me, I think Best on Ground is Ray McKinnon as the um, the kind of offsider to Shelby who, you know, it comes up with the brake system and stuff like that. I thought he was really, really fun to watch in this film. I think I probably agree with you, actually. I thought he was really strong. Um, I had to look him up after the movie because I was looking at him going, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. And it just wasn't landing. Yeah. Um and even then, when I was going through his IMDb, what I think it is that I know and liked him from is one of the mission control guys in Apollo 13. Right, right. Um, yeah, I thought he was excellent. Yeah, I think as a supporting actor, he he really held his own with you know the, the rest of the talent you've got on screen. He's got some of the best scenes, I think, in the film. The film where Noah Jupe, um, Christian Bale's son, is talking to him after the first accident. And he's saying, you know, well, you know, they get out of the car. Like, I think he did a really, really great job in that role. Can I ask you whether you look out at the road and and can see the perfect lap? Um, no, often I can see the perfect burger. I look out at the road and I'm like, somewhere out there, there's a drive-through where they're gonna, yeah, everything's gonna be stacked right and it'll be wrapped perfectly. It won't have too There'll much. There'll be no mayo. weight. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I can see when I look out at the road mostly. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so that's a scene that's actually in the trailer for this film, and it's shit. It's a really terrible scene. It means nothing. It adds, and that's this is my problem with the film. I think there's a lot of things I really enjoy about it. The screenplay and the story aren't one of them. I think, you know, it, it can almost be reminiscent of, say, First Man, which we both very much enjoyed. It really, it's a movie about an American dream. Um, but you look at the relationship between Neil Armstrong and his wife in that film compared to the relationship between Ken Miles and Catriona Balfe in this film. I just think oh, really? Her no- name is not Dutiful Wife? Well, that's what I mean. There's nothing there. I, I nothing don't there. care. Just lose that entire- I don't care. Which is why, to me, the movie really should have just been a Carol Shelby film because Ken Miles, I don't, I don't care. It's sad that he died after this race. I don't care. Is his son's middle name Exposition? Yeah, I know, right? And I, I really like Noah Jupe, and he was also quite good in A Quiet Place um, last year. But, uh, like, he just, again, he doesn't have much to do here, I think. No. The, and, like, during the race when he's <laughs> his kid is, like, mansplaining to his mum yeah. what's going on in the race, which is awkward enough. Yeah. And then I'm just like, okay, like, okay. Not everyone, like, I, I really do like motorsport, but obviously you can't make this movie just for people that like motorsport. Yeah. So there does need to be an element of explanation. That's, yeah. There's just no getting around that, I don't think. And it's hard to come up with a really unobtrusive kind of classy way of doing it. The kid mansplaining to his mum is oh. not at the top of the pile. Like, even if it comes to it, I'm just like, Sports just bite the bullet and have the commentator. Yeah. Commentator is honestly the cleanest way to do that. It's the only way to do it, almost. I mean, even if you don't, you kind of even have this inbuilt mechanism of Shelby talking to the pit crew. Yeah, that's true. 
That's very like, true. Just, oh, just not how they did it for me. Yeah. Yep. Now, you know, I just mentioned, like, I, I, I do like motorsport. Was it, um, was it distracting and confusing for you, the fact that there was a McLaren in this race? Yeah, look, I mean, I know about McLaren. <laughs> I know about I, McLaren. I assumed maybe it was his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I, there was a couple of times where I was like, they they were like, Ford for, you know, old old mate first in the Ford, McLaren second in front of Ferrari. And I was like, there's no McLarens in this race. <laughs> what the shit is going on? And it took my elderly mind a few moments. To be like, oh, it's someone called that. Yeah. Fun. But anyway, just like, just for me, change that guy's name. Like, well, you change the fact that this guy didn't drive in at Le Mans. Just change McLaren's name. Good grief. In fact, fun fact, it was McLaren was his teammate the previous year. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Which is another, this is an issue I have with the film, I think, and why I wish that it had focused more on Carol Shelby. G- great for Ken Miles and all, but he's. You know, he doesn't drive the entire 24 hours on his own, and that's kind of what this movie wants you to believe. <laughs> yeah. It's just like there's, it's, it's hard to come up with something particularly exciting for Ken takes a nap yeah. after four hours in the car. Yeah, I know. But, like, how, how many teammates are there? Three, four? Like, yeah. like why is this a Ken Miles story? I, I don't know. He, he, he was my idea. Tell me what you think. Okay. If, I'm, if, I, if I'm the screenwriter. Um with total credits of zero screenplays to my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the entire film, the framing device for the film is the race, which to get across how long and how arduous it is on man and machine stretches the entire runtime. Yep. And you intercut the race with the story- I like it. Of Shelby and If You Must, Ken. That's so much better already. I like that so much because my biggest problem with the film is this is way too long. This film feels almost as long as the 24 hours of Le Mans, which, <laughs> uh, but not in the way that you're describing, not in the way that makes the race itself feel heavy and arduous because the race really doesn't in this film. I don't think there's that much weight to the race itself because by that point in the movie, you've been sitting there for two hours already and I mean, I like the fact that they make the cars awfully dirty by the end. Yeah, at least like they, at least they don't look like they've just driven off the lot by but, hour twenty three. Yeah, yeah, but you don't get the sense of how long and arduous the race really is. I think, and yet the movie feels endless. <laughs> like, so- yeah, there's a bunch of like within scenes. Like, I there's a, there's a bunch about the construction of the film, like edit wise, that I that I think is like I said before, it's it's big on competency. Yeah, um, I think, but for a film centered so much around racing, I feel like maybe the film should have a bit more sort of kinetic energy. Yes. to the pacing. Yes, but as you say, it's it's not it's it's not really aimed at racing fans because there's not enough of them. This movie needs to be for everybody, and that's what they've tried to do. And I do think they've lost that energy in there. Like you think of like I wasn't exactly a giant fan, but you think of a movie like Baby Driver, another movie about cars. Now that's a movie that has kinetic energy to it. That's a movie that feels fast paced because Edgar Wright. I mean, that's something that he just kind of brings to mo- like Shaun of the Dead feels almost the same. It's a very quick film. This loses all of that because it's drawn out with lots of exposition, lots of long meandering scenes that I don't think really add anything to the film. And families. Yeah. Yeah. Spare me. Um, 
one person who we haven't talked about who I actually think is very much worth a mention is Tracy Letts as Henry Ford. Yes, yes. The I fact that he's, that. that he's written and played as fat, insecure white man yep. at, at the top of this organisation, I think is fantastic. Me I too. I think Letts leans into it brilliantly. And I'm totally here for Tracy Letts in this film. Yeah, same. To be honest, I think if anyone should be nominated for this film, it should be him in supporting. Mm. Because I agree with you that I think the way the character is written and the way he plays it is really, really fantastic. Like, he's 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 such a dick and yet he's also likeable. <laughs> anyway, because he's so, I mean, he's he's borderline pathetic. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's some amount of empathy there just because you kind of feel, not because you like him, but because you actually feel sorry for this fucking millionaire. Yeah, who's not his daddy. Like Who's not his daddy. Yeah. Back to the competency of the film, one thing I really loved is the score. I think the score is really well done. But back to, it reminded me a lot of First Man, actually. It was very kind of jazzy and it, it I think, is what helped keep the energy going in the race scenes, which I think lacked energy- in other ways, but I think the score was really, really well done. It was a bit hit and miss for me, actually. There were some really? moments where it really did work for me, and then there were some moments where I found that I was like really paying attention to it at a time where I don't think that's what I should have been doing. Yeah, right. So, and that's not to say that I thought it was bad, but that it was at some point mildly distracting for me, and I was like, you know what? Right now, I think there's more important things for my attention to be on than the score. Yeah, right. Interesting. So, yeah, look, I think, as I said, I liked the movie. I didn't love it. I think it's it's totally fine. It will probably be nominated for an Oscar, but I, I really don't feel it deserves it. And if, it, if we were back in the days when only five films were nominated, I hope this wouldn't be there. But I'm giving it a six. Uh, I am also a six. I think it's a fine movie. I don't think it's bad, but I don't think it's great. Um, it's good enough that driving home from the film, uh, you know, how, like if you see a good space movie, you walk out of the cinemas and you look up. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, like I was giving the car an extra thousand before shifting. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably a, t- a tick for the film. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I will give it that. As someone who's not into racing, it did make me think maybe I could watch racing. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I enjoy watching racing more than this film, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Yep. All right. What are we getting to next week, buddy? Next week. Oh, you tell me, mate. It's I, throwback week. I haven't told you what we're watching yet, have I? No. It is, it is throwback in week. In suspense. I sent you a list of about, well, geez, what do you reckon, 25 movies? That it I was, was like, a big, yeah, it I was, was like, a solid list. These are movies I really love and treasure. You start by telling me what you haven't seen. And I was surprised at how many you hadn't. I reckon- It was, it was like half? Yeah, maybe half. Maybe a bit less than half that you'd seen. But Yeah, well- there's a lot of stuff you like that I avoid, so. Well, this is this is the thing. I then said, to, and I, it was ranked in critic rating order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said to you, is there anything there that stands out to you that, you know, and you were like, well, it doesn't matter because I'm going to shit on it anyway. So, because of that, I've picked the one with the most critical acclaim. We are going with Kurosawa's Seven Samurai. Undoubtedly an absolute turd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Buckle yourself in because it's 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 like the Japanese Godfather. It's like it's three hours long. I was going to say it's over three hours. Isn't it's it? yeah, oh yeah, it's very. Long. It's probably closer to four or possibly even five. It's been. <laughs> <laughs> it's days. It's days long. <laughs> it's almost as long as the twenty-four hours of Lamont. <laughs> um, but 
I'm really excited to watch that again. You know that, you know, I love Japanese cinema. Half the films on my list were anime. <laughs> um, and like, I mean, genuinely, like half your throwbacks have been. Well, yeah, and they've been the been ones. Japanese, they've yeah. been the ones you've enjoyed the most. <laughs> so, because Seven Samurai was on my to watch list on Netflix, and then it vanished from Netflix. Well, I'm I'm really happy about that because you already screwed me over by watching Twelve Angry Men, even though you knew I wanted to do it for a throwback. I don't think I knew you wanted to do it. For you a did. Throwback. You did. You did. I can't like I can't just stop watching movies I haven't seen before. Well, you sh- I I held off on The Godfather for 31 years. This is true. Yeah, I did that for you. I did that for our listeners. You dick. <laughs> 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 All right, so I'm looking forward to that. And then the week after that we'll be getting to possibly my second most anticipated film of the year after Star Wars Knives Out. Did you get a trailer ju- for it during Ford v Ferrari? You know what? I didn't. And you know what really annoyed me? I walked into the cinema slightly late. I caught the tail end of a trailer for The Rise of Skywalker, and I haven't seen a trailer for that yet. So I was really annoyed that I missed it. Um, I did. Get, I got a new a trailer I hadn't seen before for Knives Out on the weekend, and like I, like I swear to God, I was just grinning through the trailer. It I looks so much fun. Fucking wait. Yeah, same. I'm really excited. We're both getting to an advanced screening of that, thanks to Dendy, which I'm really happy about. <laughs> so. <laughs> So that'll be re- that'll be really cool. Um, you know what I was think I was thinking that we should do a special patron series on the Mandalorian at some point too. Interesting. Like, if I if if I like get yeah, sign up and watch it, yeah, which you should, and then we should do like an episode by episode series. That's real. That like honest to god, I'm going to initially pay if this happens. I'm going to be paying that money per month for the Mandalorian. It's like whenever I yeah. signed up for Netflix for House of Cards. Yeah, well, that's and the, then you just never cancel it. Well, that's the other thing you do is like, do you wait until season one finishes and then do the seven day trial and binge it? <laughs> mm. Yeah, we but, we would never recommend that. No, 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 because hopefully Disney Plus will sponsor us. <laughs> that will definitely happen. But yeah, I I think we should do a special patron series on the Mandalorian at some point. Hmm. In the I'm mean- not against the idea. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchedathing.com or wewatchedathing at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all under the handle at wewatchedathing. If you want to help support the show, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash wewatchedathing, and we'll catch you next week. Go with your movie. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You can't leave that in, Billy. I won't. You can't. I, yeah, I'm, I'm cutting it. Or am I? <laughs> This is is the fun when I get to edit.